Hello and welcome to <laughs> Marina's <laughs> podcast. He <laughs> was really getting down with the bad self. Yeah, they put your bad self to feel real bad in the morning. Oh, lighten up, Fairbanks, come on. You can be a les when you retire. Shoot, I'll take him. Welcome to episode 7 of Take the L, a podcast about the L word and ASMR whispering. I am your host as always, Marie. Today I have gal pal Kevin Hazelhurst. Well, hello. <laughs> Let's celebrate that. And we have a special guest. Uh, for those of you who have listened to Kevin's podcast, Stage of the View, you may remember him as Wendy Williams' biggest fan. <laughs> we have Dylan with us here today. Hallelujah. <laughs> Is it safe to say you're rooting for Shangela? Oh my God. If Trixie wins, I'm going to be so mad, actually. What? I love her, yeah. but it. it- uh, Shangela is a clear winner. I know, but then you go on like Twitter and you see all like the reposts and all that stuff, and there's so many so people. Many Trixie. Trixie, yeah, I know. And I think that's just like love for Katya over Trixie. I yes. love Trixie, but it's it's like get well soon, Katya. Not like mm. we need Trixie to win. I love Trixie and I love her success, but I feel like uh, Shangela is definitely the more like versatile. Shan- if we're gonna get into it, like Shangela is the only queen that came prepared with like yes. moments to surprise and yeah. gag you. Yes. <laughs> except for <laughs> except for the Khaleesi moments, which yeah. is her only downfall. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who's wondering what the fuck we're talking about, it's a little uh, it's a little show called RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, and by the time this episode comes out, they may have already crowned a winner. So, mm-hmm. hallelujah. Um, <laughs> this episode of, of Take the L is focused on episode eight of the L word called Lenry, which means boredom. <laughs> so the last episode was all about the sweetbreads. It was the Hitchhiker's Guide to... Uh, the galaxy the, <laughs> to Jenny and her uh, innards, her organs, her sweetbreads yeah. that she wanted to give to Tim. So that was what was going on with her last time. Um, she was on that road trip with those two teens. She was on Wild, starring Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And oh, and there was that whole baby baby drama. Baby daddy drama with Bet and Tina mm-hmm. when Tina was like, come home. And they all slept over at Tina's house. Yeah. Yeah. There's fingering. Yeah. Yeah. There was some late night finger blasting. I don't want to get too much into it, <laughs> uh-huh. but um, I guess like I never, I watched like a little bit of the L word starting off uh-huh. and then I've, then I was like in the university and my friends like, well, let's watch the finale now. And I was like, <laughs> okay, great. So like I watched it because 
I was watching Queer as Folk as like a young high schooler, like still yeah. in the closet. And I remember like, oh, well, now I should give the L word some like love too. Right. Just, like, Equal opportunity. Exactly. But like Bet and Tina. Yeah. Are the exact same characters as the lesbians on like yeah. Queer as Folk. Like there's no <laughs> difference in their storyline. And that's weird, right? Right. Like, did you, you guys listen to or watch Queer as Folk? I listened to it. <laughs> I I've seen probably like maybe ten episodes, but not like from start to finish. I know but the I re- first season really well, but that's it. So I'm not I the exact roughly opposite know, of you. Yeah, like I roughly know. Yeah, what's going on? I, I get their vibe. Have you tried? You need to try rewatching Queer as Folk okay. after living in Toronto because oh, it's like because it's like yeah, yeah the... and you like you'll see like the streetcars or like yeah you'll be like that's where Brian got beat up. It's like. <laughs> hollow ground every time where did brian get beat up where is it uh it's church and like just north of wellesley like wow. and his apartment is the 519 so it's like we oh, want and the club that they go to every night uh-huh. is woody's but the inside Same. is full is fly, fly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but the outside is woody's cool i think fly 2.0 <laughs> yes yeah sorry <laughs> local jokes <laughs> Um. Okay. Cool. So you. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. So work. You... <laughs> so you watched this episode, but it's like, but so you know what everyone. I knew the player is not okay. the game. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. So a little thing about me and Dylan is the first time that we met was at a party, and you were doing a kit porter impression (laughs) and that is why i was like i need to talk to this man (laughs) (laughs) well i have a deep love for pam greer Uh and like jackie brown is like probably one of my favorite movies of all time work uh so anything that (laughs) pam greer is in i'm like uh, instantly obsessed with and i found her like overacting of alcoholism just (laughs) fascinating (laughs) which was Uh really well done in tonight's episode yeah I'm like, I'm, it was completely coincidental that you're the guest for this episode, but it worked out because she had a drink. She had a drink. (laughs) Yep. Um, okay. Before we dive into the episode, I do want to talk about the real L word. So what a few of the cast members are up to right now. So there's some real important work being done by, um, jennifer beals on twitter right now she retweeted that video what (laughs) you know that video of the girl playing the accordion and like the cows running towards towards her (laughs) jennifer beals retweeted that and was like i'll write the script like all i need is oh my god basically it was like we need to make i want to retweet that that's funny yeah Wait, write the script to what? The song? A movie based on so, this girl. Have you seen the video? Yeah. So I, she wants to make a movie based on... <laughs> based on a tweet of a girl... Of a girl playing the accordion, accordion. for the cows. And the cows come. That's funny. Get with I didn't it, know Dylan. she was funny like that. <laughs> well, yeah. I only know it through the tweet that's like, like this is what Charlie XCX yeah, yeah, is yeah. to gays. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. I know that tweet too, but I also know the Jennifer Beals tweet where she's like, let's make this movie. 
It's like the um, coat of many colors, like the Dolly Parton, like made for TV <laughs> movie. It's already written. Uh, other important work being done by cast members. Uh, Lisha Haley posted a pic of herself with a big bag of popcorn wearing a huge hat and was like, I love my popcorn. Oh my God. Like Shangela. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the actual real, the, the real important work that is actually being done by one of the cast members is still Mia Kirshner still doing after me too. They have a whole website up now and they released like a list of things that they want to improve in the entertainment industry. And they're starting a fund to like help people pay for like lawyers and basically the same as time's up, but for Canada so she's actually doing good work on Twitter. So good for her. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Not related to the cast of The L Word, but related to lesbianism. Demi Lovato tweeted last night being like, for the first time ever, a girl in the audience took her top off and threw her bra at oh, me. Yeah. I finally feel like a rock star. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I, she is touring with DJ Khaled right yeah. now. And... <laughs> First of all, name a more iconic duo. (laughs) Second of all, I really want to go. It's so hard to find people that are interested in seeing those two artists. I would have gone. I think it happened already. Really? Yeah. I think it did Damn. But there's no one on earth. I don't know who, like who, the client for those two artists is not the same. Very different. Yeah. And it reminds me also of when you saw Pitbull and Kesha. But Wait, they at what? least had a song together. <laughs> Which one? I went to see Timber. Uh, Tinder. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. That's a song that Kesha wrote but didn't get paid properly for. Mm-hmm. And then she had to stop performing it in protest. Yeah. Because Pitbull got all the money and for that. And it's so sad because it's like probably my favorite Kesha song. Yeah. But I do love Pitbull a lot. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide or international. Did you know that? Have you seen the ads on the subway for the, it's like the wealth expo. And it's like the lineup is Sylvester Stallone. It's like like, someone from Shark Tank. Okay. Pitbull. To teach us about Bitcoin. To teach us. And it's like learn about Bitcoin and how to get rich from these experts. Listen, Pitbull wrote music from the streets to get out of the streets. And there's no one that could teach you how to Get Pull rich yourself up and, by your bootstraps. Yeah. yeah. Dolly. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. So anyway, so that's what's going on with Pitbull. <laughs> um, okay, so this episode. It's a weird... Well, I feel like every time we do this, I'm like, this is a weird episode. <laughs> Let me try to explain it. <laughs> um, I feel like they tried to make a theme happen. And usually it works, but it doesn't really translate this it time. It opened on lesbian Kim Kardashian <laughs> and Connie Britton in, yeah. in Rome. Yeah. Present day, which yes. I didn't get because like, is it supposed to be like a flashback the Hunter season? No, the theme of the openings is always like, you'll find out later why this relates to the episode. But I but didn't. But this one is like a big twist. Usually it's like, oh, that's that person's second cousin that they mentioned. It's like a kind of a throwaway thing. This one is like a big 
twist. Because was it someone's mom? It's Marina's. Oh, it was. That was. Oh my god! Yes. I never get it. <laughs> Wait, how did you know it was her mom? I never what? get it. No, it's Marina's lover. Lover, like like serious partner. The costume designer, so the woman, Connie Britton, or the woman, Connie Britton. So the it opens with for <laughs> for anyone who needs to be reminded, it's it opens with these two in Rome and so stupid. Connie Britton is. <laughs> is a costume designer and she's like working on a dress on this woman who kind of looks like Kim Kardashian and like the old school Kim Kardashian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When she was still organizing closets. Um, <laughs> and Connie Britton is like kind of coming on to her while like tailoring the dress and is like telling her this story about the gift of the Magi. Yeah. Except I like actually really liked when she, stopped and then said like shall i continue this story and i was like whoa yeah she's like shall i continue and the girl's like what with this with the story shall i go on what with the story yes and you can really see how she relates to marnina marnina they're so similar which one's marnina Marina. 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 Jenny's like a gal who owns the planet. Question that. Because I thought that was her. But then that woman seemed Italian and then she was speaking French at one point. So I was like. It's two different, two completely different women. So Marina owns. (laughs) So just as a recap for everyone. Marina owns the planet. Yeah. Is sleeping with Jenny. Got that. Also has, also has this partner of a long time that we'll learn about later in the episode. At least that, I understood that part. Yeah, and that partner oh, is the woman who looks like Fuck Connie Britton. Fuck my drag, right? <laughs> <laughs> that partner is the woman who looks like Connie Britton, who's in Rome right now. And she is tailoring this dress for some random like actress. Could we talk about that dress? That was an ugly dress. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of something that like... Um, like Alexis Mateo would have worn. Yeah, honey mahogany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah. So that is the intro. It, does everyone understand? I understand now. And they're talking about the gift of the Magi, which incidentally is a play that Kevin and I went to see like three months ago. That's funny because I don't even remember. What? When I saw this episode, I was like, Thank God we just went to see that musical. Otherwise, I'd have to like Google what the gift of the Magi is. Like I <laughs> forgot that I know that musical, and I went it's there. It's not a musical. It, the this one was, we saw was a musical. It was a musical version, yeah. but I didn't realize that that's what that was called. Like okay. I forgot the okay, title. Okay, 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 I get it. Yeah. So when I texted you yesterday and I made reference to the gift of the Magi, yeah. did you know what I was talking about? No, but then when I came here today and watched the L word, I was like, oh, that's what she was referencing. But But I I forgot that that play that we saw was called The The Gift of the Magi. I was like looking for like The Gift of the Magi to come up somehow in the actual story. It does. Oh, in the L word? Like in the episode, like later on. It happens like immediately. So they so the so the gift of the what magi episode is, did I watch? Okay, so, so stupid. <laughs> no, magi don't explain. Concept. I know what the gift of the magi is. I had to like read it all the time during but, CCD. 
Yeah, so it's like a husband wants to give, like, it's like a husband and a wife at Christmas time. They want to give each other a present. Neither of them can afford it. So they each sell yeah. the, something of their own to pay for the gift. But the gift, gift she for cuts both her of hair them, and then she gets a comb. Exactly. I got it. And he sells his, sells his watch, watch and she, she gets him a leather watch strap. Yeah. We got it. Okay. So then immediately in the episode, first it cuts to this like weird scene of Marina listening to like Italian opera music and just having the best day of her mm-hmm. life because she's like, Jenny's gone. <laughs> Jenny's still on her road trip and I'm loving my life. And that just happens for no reason. Then we get into uh, Jenny has arrived back from her road trip. She looked like... Cara Delevingne playing the witch in Suicide Squad. She's caked in dirt. Yeah. Fully sunburnt. Yeah. (laughs) Looks like someone who just spent a week at an outdoor music festival and didn't pay for the VIP to use. That's so true. Yeah. 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 She was camping on a bed of dirt (laughs) because all the grass was worn down from all the cars. So she gets to Tim's place and is like, I'm back. And he's like, where the fuck were you? I'm dehydrated. Yeah. (laughs) She's being very like loosey goosey about it. It's just like, I met these kids and we went and walked up a mountain. Like, haha, me walking a mountain. Yeah. Right. Crazy. But she looked like someone that would rock a mountain. Like I was (laughs) like, okay, sure. Yeah. Her tone was like, she was building balls in Africa, but really she just was taking mushrooms in a van with some underage children. Yeah. You're so right. But also that conversation was like, like big brother level of whispering like they were like oh my god it was like Omarosa <laughs> and Ross like shh we can't tell Every, us we're not gonna be okay I oh yeah I always wonder about her script if it was like if it says in her script like whispers or if <laughs> she as an actress was like I'm always whispering I wanted to put subtitles on because I was like I, I do put subtitles <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes you honestly can't hear yeah so anyway, she was like, I met these two teens and like we went walking and camping. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she's like, I got you something. It's a leather like strap for your watch. And he's like, oh, I broke it. Oh, my God. So I'm it so happens stupid. Right away. He's like, I broke it. And so she's like, huh, it was your grandfather's. And he's like, I broke it that night. Because remember when he was like the night that he sees her mm-hmm. and Marina have an adder yeah he is like playing with his stopwatch i remember really and he it smashes and then he gives her a comb and she slowly (laughs) takes off her wig (laughs) and she's like i shaved it (laughs) that's what i meant when i was like they kind of try to make it a theme but it doesn't really work because it's it's like one thing like literally just one thing happens Mm -hmm. and that's the whole gift of the magic but still it like you know we got it. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute. I mean, I didn't get it, didn't but know. I'm getting it now. <laughs> one of one of the three got it. So can we go back to the titles screen? Yeah. Um, because I had to pause it my second time watching because the first time I was like pretty much on scruff the whole time and like didn't pay attention. <laughs> so the next time I paused it to make myself like a whiskey drink before. Uh-huh. 
and it has like a bunch of L like words in there, like yeah. the L word. But one of them says landing. So I'd love <laughs> to get like what that means to a lesbian landing. Uh, I think that they just Googled like words that start with L because it's not like a, I don't, it's the not list like, like a, totally makes sense. Like lust is in there. Yeah. Like, you know, like Lies. laugh. Yeah. 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 No, but landing then landing. Okay. No. Landing strip. Oh. Wow. Got it. <laughs> we love to travel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, so Jenny and Tim are like, he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I broke the thing. And then he's, he asks her like something about Marina. He's like, oh, like, so, so that was the first time, right? No, because now at this point he's received information from Bet that it wasn't the first time. And she's like, yes, <laughs> promise. It was the first time. And he's like, you fucking a dirty liar. liar you sunburnt liar got a rat <laughs> take your garbage up, bag yeah, he picks up this garbage bag of her stuff and is like get out of my house and she runs away with it like a pizza rat <laughs> dragging a slice but she brought that garbage bag later <laughs> back to the house and i was like get some luggage ma'am <laughs> We were watching it to Kevin. It was like, oh, we have the same luggage. <laughs> Jenny, get out of my house. Go. Okay, so she goes to the planet to be like, hey, Marina, like, it me. <laughs> Sorry for, uh, like, embarrassing you in front of everyone and having Tim, like, yell and scream at you. I'm back for my trip. And let, I still love you. Let me kiss your forearm for <laughs> in 10 the cafe. Minutes <laughs> yeah. While you look annoyed. Yeah, she's like sitting at a table with all of her stuff. And Marina's like, hey, girl, how are you? Uh, like, just so you know, Tim came over and, and uh, grabbed my arm real hard. She has this like bruise on her arm. And Jenny's like, oh my God. And it's like, it's like kissing. Starts licking it. Starts it. L- <laughs> like a dog. Starts sucking on it like Katya with the chicken head. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, can I please go to your apartment f- to ha- take a bath? I know that you uh, don't want to talk to me after what I said to you. What you need, Jenny? I need a bath. And Marina's like, okay, work. And yeah, so I feel like it's at this point I start I start to like lose sense of Jenny because at first I, I feel like I could like explain away everything that she was doing, but at this point I'm like you've lost me, girl. Like no, she's like my least favorite character in the whole entire episode. Like, yeah, she's insufferable. <laughs> like, she's Kennedy Davenport. Oh my! I'm God. kidding. I love Kennedy. Usually I can like make up reasons for her behavior and be like, it's fine just because I like her. But in this episode, I was like, no, stop. Can we talk about pixie cut? Pixie haircut? (laughs) Which one? (laughs) The one that like is like from like the bad girl from, uh, shoot, what's the, the, what I've heard in the movie is like the one, the pixie cut. Who? (laughs) Alice? Yes, okay, her. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, let's. Okay, we're gonna go there. I so, liked her. Um, you like her 
all like always i think so yeah yeah she's good <laughs> like i don't think it at this point i'm not her biggest fan so alice okay so let's talk about the the gang like alice and shane and the crew they're like, having this boat party if we're at a party i'd want to talk to alice first before any yeah. of the other ones like who would like we talk to shane that'd be the most boring conversation I would like to talk to Shane and ask her how her experience was starring in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. <laughs> I would talk to Shane and ask her how her experience was starring in the Twilight movies. <laughs> I wouldn't talk to Shane. <laughs> so they're at the planet and they're talking about uh, Shane and how she met Madonna. Like they just like jump right into it. Alice is like, guys, Shane met Madonna. And Marina's like, Madonna? La petite blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like they're talking about Madonna as if it's like an obscure, like it's Megan Trainer, like it's like an obscure <laughs> singer. Shots fired. Has one hit. Yeah. So yeah, Shane's like, yeah, my life is great right now because I'm gonna meet Madonna, or like I've met Madonna and I'm doing her hair, and also the guy who's like helping her out right now, he is letting her use his boat for the weekend to have this big lesbian party on it. And the name of the boat is Sea Man. Yeah, I got just that. Just as a side note. <laughs> so they're having this boat party. But before the party happens, they have an intervention with Bet and Tina because Bet and Tina don't want to go to the boat party. What was that scene though? Yeah. I like, felt like that was what well, I really appreciated that because I hate Bet and Tina and <laughs> It was like finally everyone else like sees how annoying they are and is letting them yeah. know. I liked it in the sense that sometimes I think couples need that. Like they need to be like woken up and yeah. be like your behavior is alienating all of us but and like snap out of it. The scene needed like a punch up. Like it was yeah. so slow. I was like the joke <laughs> has agree, landed. Yeah. It needs like it more of them. It on for a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah. I so, feel like I feel like also like Shane's like script was like be funny and then like the tennis player was like be serious and they're in conflict with each other and it's like yeah. is this a serious intervention or a, like a joking one? Yeah. So like they they leave the planet to be like uh okay gals so we'll see you like this weekend at the boat party. No and wait and no. And are like they'll see us at our like Sikhism. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They're like, oh yeah. Cause they're like at the boat party and they're like, no, not the boat party. Remember you're coming to our, like our, like if you seek seek Amy. Our, if you seek Amy ceremony later tonight. And they're all like, what? And they're like, yeah, we sent you the Google invite. Like you're coming to this like birthing, praying cultural ceremony. appropriation. Yeah. Like, so they go to this, they go to this ceremony that's in like a yoga studio and it's a bunch of white women and Kit and Bet praying over the baby. Like, and, did the Sikh community like issue a letter after this, being like, "I feel like it please do wasn't not on do their this. radar." I feel but like it they weren't been. watching. Yes, <laughs> I feel like they had bigger issues. True. Um, so they, the my only takeaway was that they were all going, "Um," and Alice goes, "Oh my god." <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> yeah. So they have this ceremony and then 
Alice and Shane and Dana are like, oh my God, they've lost it. Like this, they're being so boring and their whole lives are about the baby. We're having an intervention to snap them out of it. So they have this thing at Ben Tina's house where they just like go through this list of like, here are incidents where you bored us to death. You get it from contaminated food, unpasteurized cheese, and cats. Cats. Outdoor cats. Slander against cats. Write that down. And that's basically it. It was a terror. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's still happening. And it was like a 19 yeah. minute long sketch. I feel like they probably thought it was like really funny. And I remember at the time also being more amused by it. It's because it's what we all wanted someone to tell them that they're annoying and they yeah. did. <sighs> so they're like, fine, we'll go, we'll go to the boat party. Um, oh, also I wrote down a line that Shane says when she's talking about the party. She's like, yeah, it's going to be pretty tit. <laughs> There's a free bar. They're very sweet cocktail waitresses. Yeah, it could be tit, you know? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it will be tit. <laughs> and then Bet and Tina are like, you dumbass. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, before lit. There was tit. Yes. So it's going to be titty. It's going to be titty. <laughs> um, okay. So they all end up at the boat party as like an. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. We have, a, we have to set up earlier the tennis player and her agent, who I was okay, actually yeah. like thought was kind of I was going to, I was like going to revisit that at the end, but we can, let's talk about it now. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I drink, go for it. <laughs> I. I'm like somewhat sexually attracted to the the agent. I what? think he's cute in a very like early 2000s kind of way. But everything he says is like the... Again, I was on like scruff <laughs> the whole entire time. So you were just like, who's that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's a my candy. Everything he says is like, th- is like a constant reminder of like, being a woman sucks. It's like they wrote him to just like constantly be like, you're so sexy. Like, haha, I'm just kidding. Like, don't sue me. Yeah, he's a very bad man. <laughs> I regret my comment. He's, he's a very bad man. So he's like, they're in his office talking and he literally is like, you look so sexy. You should you, dress up more often. You can't pull off being gay. Yeah. Also, she's like, side note, she's wearing a tank top. And he's like, you look so hot. Yeah. <laughs> Dress like that more often. It's like it's she. Her, that's basically what she wears to play tennis. <laughs> yeah. But with a boot cut jean. Um, yeah. And he's like, you have like Subaru's interested in you. But he so says. Don't fuck it up. He says Subaru owns your life. Yeah. Which was a <laughs> shocking term. <laughs> and I guess we're going to talk about this later. But like. I was like Subaru, like they already like Subaru has like a connotation of being like a lesbian brand already. So like, but I always thought it was because of the L word. Like, is it like what came first, like the Subaru or the lesbian? The I thought it was. I thought that everybody thought that now because of this storyline on the L word. I'm like a hundred percent sure my brother's never seen the L word, and even he thought that before. But, like, I think that it came out of the L word. I don't know. I like I, that if it did. I feel like I didn't even know what Subaru was until this because I grew up in New Brunswick where 
you have to be like a millionaire if you don't drive like a Toyota. Mm. So I didn't know what Subaru was. So I could be wrong, but I always felt I always thought that people took this and like ran with it and it just like became a thing because of this because her Dana's impact. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But ba- the premise the whole, their conversation was him being like you have to adhere to Subaru's yeah. lifestyle brand whatever, whatever yeah, like, and you, you can't, can't be gay and even if you wanted to be gay you couldn't pull it off anyway yeah he's like you're <laughs> which not which is not a thing yeah. <laughs> he's like you can be les when you retire that's what he tells her uh-huh and she's like okay well my life fucking sucks and he's gonna be gagged when he he's, finds out it's the, the gag of the season yeah, yeah. so it cuts to like dana and lara at di- at dinner or something like they're like they're waiting to be seated at a restaurant and for god knows whatever reason lara picks up the conversation by being like so you never told me what do you think counts as sex yeah like there's no intro we're just like <laughs> right in to apparently they had this conversation and lara was like let's finish it while we're waiting to be seated at the olive garden yeah and Dana's like visibly uncomfortable and Lara is like talking about fucking while they're still waiting Mm -hmm. to be seated. And it's like turning her on to talk about it. Yeah. And yeah. (laughs) You and I definitely have had sex. You're so sexy, Dana. Yeah. 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 And did I offend you or something? No, everything's fine. (laughs) But there's no explanation or anything. It's just like, Here's what's happening. Her name is Laura, right? Laura. La- Laura. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> uh, so like Laura, like my reaction, if someone like I was talking sexy uh-huh. to somebody and they're like, I'm not really into it. I wouldn't be like, oh, this must be something else. You'd be like, okay, I'll chill right now. And then in yeah. the future I can do that. Yeah. I'd be like, I won't bring it up at Jack Astor's. Yeah. It's a milestones conversation. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and so then... It like it goes south real quick because Dana's like, I can't do this. Like, stop trying to finger blast me at Cheesecake Factory. It's not appropriate. I can't be gay. Like, I can't be like out the way you are. She was yelling at Lara as though she was her agent. Yeah. Like, that's what was happening. Yeah. She was like, ha- she was like screaming at Lara in response to what her agent right. said to her instead of screaming it at her agent. And, but also, like no one res- was really looking at them when they were just like talking. So for that one, no, there was that one woman, woman yeah. who there was, was like, one woman who, like glanced over, also but then, getting turned on. Yeah. <laughs> but then when Dana starts yelling at Lara, then people start looking over. So mm-hmm. it's like, how is that less uncomfortable for you to be having like a lover spat publicly yeah. versus just being like, please stop talking about eating ass. Those less beans are. Yeah. Yelling again. <laughs> and Dana's like, I can't do this. I am breaking up with you. Yeah. That was it's like, it's a bad move. And it's stu- it's like, uh, gotta do it for the career. It's just stupid. Given what happens like 16 hours later <laughs> that she doesn't just call Lara up and be like, haha, just kidding. Like, let's get back together. Do they not get back together? I assume they did. Oh, oh. Like, Lara's gone, like, never to be written about well, again? Well, no, she's back again, but it's, like, under but horrible. Her name, <laughs> her name is Frankie Drake, and she's solving mysteries. 
next time you see her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Dana is like, I'm going to the boat party. You know, like those nights when you're like, I'm going to get so drunk that like maybe I go to the hospital tonight. Like that's her going to this boat party being like, you'll never hear from me again. Yeah. With the shot of her like dancing where they're just like (laughs) making fun of her dancing. It's so much like Camille Grammer. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. There's like a shot of Dana dancing and Bet's like, oh, Dana's really feeling her bad self. (laughs) And it looks exactly like Camille Grammer. And all I can hear in my head is Green Green Light Light by by Laura. (laughs) 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 You're such a a fucking liar, Lara. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody goes to the boat party. And Ben and Tina are like, we're so like, we're so wild. Like they looked really cool. Their outfits were really cool. <laughs> they looked like pop stars. The sunglasses alone on this show and glassware yeah. was so. They blew the budget on eye oh accessories. <laughs> I thought that they looked like, like they actually did look like they were from like a catalog for like Claire's, like if Claire's had a catalog, rest or in peace. They, yeah, yeah. They just went under. I know. Oh. They looked like Lizzie McGuire's like alter oh ego God. pop star yes. from the <laughs> Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah, they both were styled like that. Yeah, because their sunglasses were wasn't like, her name like Francesca or something? Yeah, also, I think so. <laughs> their saying. sunglasses were like those. Like the the sunglasses where the lens is like fully not UV protecting. It's like just like a colored glass. Mm-hmm. Well, like later in the episode, the Subaru executive was having head on like um like what's the one where you can go in and out like those like smart lens transition lenses transition yeah. lenses like fully had those yeah 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 that was a nice little touch. Of <laughs> yeah, they were light blue. Like yeah, aqua. and bet in at the boat. Bets were like red and they matched her tank top perfectly. It was like the same burgundy mm-hmm. tone. And I didn't Tina it. have green ones to go with her green top? The attention to detail <laughs> in this show, in the styling. Yeah. Have you had the costumer on the show? Have I what? I interviewed the costumer. <laughs> you should get her. Like, she's probably working at Claire's right now. <laughs> Not for long. Not for long. Um, <laughs> so everyone is doing an alcohol and a weed on the boat. Except for the pregnant woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, Shane's, like, making bet do tequila and stuff. But then, but they sneak off. They It's like they think they're Harry Potter, and they put a, they put a blanket over them and think it's, like, the invisibility cloak, cloak, and they're like, no one will see us. And they leave. But I am confused about the timeline of them leaving the boat and like when the boat goes out to sea. It never goes out to sea. And it does at the it last does. scene. Yes. I thought it never left. I thought it never went out to sea. But the morning after when yeah. um, Johnny Dana, Depp when is... Johnny Depp and Dana and Pixie Cut are talking, they're fully, the boat is fully moving. There's water, like there's waterworks. It's happening. There just that scene categorically does not happen. It, it does happen. The water is spraying. They are moving. Yeah, I made a mental note. Yeah. And we all know I'm not the sharpest. <laughs> 
So I don't understand when it would have left. And it reminds me of that scene, like Bantina leaving reminds me of the scene in the hills when they go to a boat party and uh, Audrina says to Lauren that Heidi and Spencer left. And Lauren's like, we're on a boat. Like, how did they leave? Yeah. I, well, <laughs> I was thinking the party opens, like when it yeah. actually gets going, with a woman taking off her whole entire her whole outfit. <laughs> and then he looks over and they're still at the pier. They're still at the pier. So I was like, wow, yeah. she's got confidence and a great body. And that's where the word landing comes from <laughs> because of her landing strip. Good night, everyone. She gets into the hot tub with other fully naked people. But but and it's hard to tell based on where the sun is in the sky if it's like six PM or like nine thirty on like a late June evening. She looked quite sober, so it seemed like she just had arrived and arrived. This was the lesbian version of that Netflix documentary Dreamboat. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's very difficult to tell what the timeline is because then when when Alice and her lesbian boyfriend uh Lisa are talking and it's like er- it's like early in the evening for them, it's already dark out. When he's like, "Did you feel the reiki I sent you last night?" at 9:30. At 9:15. At <laughs> 9:15 when I was brushing my teeth. Yeah. So their thing, their whole thing is like not great in this episode because they go to have sex. Wait, wait, wait. I like when they have that conversation and there's like pauses in their own conversation to get reaction shots of from Ben. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they're like, did you hear me when I was giving you Reiki at like 9.15? Pause. And then it's like over. And then like finally yeah. like she's like, Alice is like, yes. And then pause. Pause and like, to, for Tina to be like, they're so boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's great writing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Alice and Lisa are hooking up in one of the bedrooms at, on the boat, and the boat is rocking, don't come a-knocking, and it's not, there's a lot to unpack, just literally for him, because he brought a bag, and is like, I brought something, and takes out a dildo. You're kidding, right? Why would I be kidding? Because, because you're a man, you know? You get the real thing. That's not, that's not how I want to make love to you. That's how I want you to, okay? Everything about it is awful because it's like, Alice basically like assaults him by being like, we're doing it my way. And he feels really bad about it after. And she's like, don't make it into a thing. Like you had a great time. And that's it. That's like, I'm pretty sure that's the last that we see or hear about that incident. And that's okay with me. <laughs> Can I go with a quick, quick tangent? Yeah. Um. So speaking of like somewhat guest stars is yeah. like Marley Matlin came up or yeah. she's like a future guest star yeah. from like episode like 70 or whatever. <laughs> and so when Marley Matlin was on Celebrity Apprentice, I was texting with my then roommate, I think like... Uh, Mitchell Pert, who uh-huh. you probably met before. Yeah. And <laughs> once or twice. Once or twice. Um, and I think I just had copied and pasted uh, Marley Matlin's name on my phone. Uh-huh. And I went on a, a bike ride for about 40 minutes. 
And I copied and pasted to a person I was like interested at the time, Marley Matlin V, Marley Matlin V, because it was like a Blackberry, uh, <laughs> over a hundred times. <laughs> and he had called me to say, stop texting me the name Marley Matlin V, Marley Matlin, Marley Matlin. And I wish I had those texts saved on my phone still. Oh my God. That's really funny. <laughs> did you have to explain it to him? How do you explain that know, I copied like, and pasted Marley? Marley Matlin was? Yeah, of okay. course. Everybody well, knows. She's everyone. an Oscar winner, right? <laughs> yeah, she's an Oscar winner and she also raised more money than anyone ever raised in Celebrity Apprentice, which is a million dollars. And she second. didn't win because Donald Trump yes. was sexist and yeah. he decided to choose a man to win who didn't raise Did nearly as much money as make her. Fun of her too? I don't know. I think there was like something about him making fun of her to someone else. Probably. Probably. <laughs> she was a good player though on that show. Yes, she's the greatest celebrity apprentice of all time. She raised the most money for charity than anyone who has ever been on the show and didn't win. So, you know what? We should all be sending Marley Matlin V, Marley Matlin V to everybody. Always. I had um, to say it. Sorry. I'm so glad you told that story. Next time, if you have a Marley, Ma- Marley Matlin story, don't wait until 30 minutes in to tell us. Um... So everyone's having a great time at the party, especially Marina and Jenny who arrive. um, And within 30 seconds of arriving, they go into their best save the last dance impressions. Mm -hmm. Marina's like breaking it down like Julia Stiles. Yeah. (laughs) Two step in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Jenny is just like, my life is perfect. I love my girlfriend. Like we're going to live together. Everything's great. Like acting like as if she didn't just have like a really traumatic past two months. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Um, after the boat party, they go back to Marina's place and Jenny is like, I just love being with you and I'm so happy to be here. And everything's perfect. And Marina's like, ha ha ha. Like, Ooh, slow down. <laughs> like, like the count. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> the count. <laughs> From the Muppet Princess Week. Yeah. And Jenny's like. Two finger blast. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Sorry. <laughs> Three finger blast. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Jenny's like, would it be okay if I moved in for a little bit? And Marina's like. Uh, yeah, that would be okay, but uh, Francesca will be back. And Marina's like, who? Oh, <laughs> Jenny. Like, or yeah, Jenny's like, who? And Marina's like, you know, Francesca, like, I told you, everybody knows. <laughs> Jenny's like, I literally don't know. We, yeah. We, we've literally never talked about this before. Like, who the fuck are you talking about? And so it turns out that Connie Britton, from the beginning is Francesca, who is Marina's long-term partner. Mm-hmm. And Jenny, like, goes downstairs and is like, I'm leaving, and is picking it, put, putting her stuff in her trash bags. Yes. And there's, like, photos on the wall of Marina and Francesca that I guess, like, Jenny just, like, didn't notice before. <laughs> she was like, oh, you must be a big Connie Britton fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jenny had placed a 
projected all of her heteronormative shit from her relationship with Tim onto Marina and was like, we are going to be married. Yeah. And she had been wrong. It was a rude awakening. Jenny just needed her life back together. Like, she didn't need a girlfriend or, like, a partner. Yeah. Like, calm down. Your life is in trash bags right now. Like, (laughs) you should not be looking for the next lover. You should be looking to, like, get suitcases at the minimum. (laughs) You should be looking for an Airbnb. (laughs) Like, Yeah. Yeah. I think what you said is right because she like her way of fixing things is to like put all of her shit onto someone else. And Marina, like when they're having this fight, Jenny's just like, who are you? I don't even know you. And Marina's answer is also very unhelpful because she's like, I hoped you I opened up your eyes to the world. You'll thank me. Like, uh." Marina. (laughs) Yeah. I, f- I feel like I felt bad for Jenny like in that moment when Marina was being like, you know who it is. So I was like, no, we literally don't know who this is. I did feel bad for her then. It's true because Marina didn't ever tell her. Yeah. But Jenny uh, made an ass of herself by assuming that Marina was her new girlfriend. Yeah. I feel like also Marina probably did tell Jenny in a scene we didn't see. Jenny probably doesn't in, listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because Jenny's Maybe. wrapped up in her own world. I, but if, because like, Marina's like, everyone knows who Francesca is. So like, if that, if that's true and Alice and, and Dana and Shane, like if they all knew that Francesca existed, it would be really fucked up if none of them told Jenny while her life is like falling mm-hmm. apart around this. Woman. And it actually wouldn't like, I know they wanted some shock factor probably, but yeah. it actually might've been a more layered, like interesting story. If the viewer had known all along that yes. Francesca existed and we were like waiting for this moment. I, I agree because right now the way that it comes out, I'm just like, what? Like, yeah, another like all have been played. Thing? Yeah. It's, it's not even the gag of the season because it's just like, how could things be going so horribly for her? Were there hints in the other previous episodes? There were hints that Marina was like not um, deep in love, like not like so focused on Jenny because she was like flirting with other girls. Yeah. yeah. So there were hints in that way, but there was no hint of her being like, I live with someone. Got it. Wait, <laughs> Francesca lives there? Because it's present yes. day She's gone four to five months yeah. a year because she's a costume designer. There's a designer. lot of exposition after they have this fight because Marina's like, my partner Francesca lives like around the world six months of the year. Okay, I was on blah, scruff blah, blah, blah. at that yeah. point. <laughs> well, Jenny should have been on scruff at that point, <laughs> finding was. her next place to live. 100%. What did she do after like having this fight with her second, like with like her backup plan? She goes back to Tim's house with her trash Ugh. bags, and is like, "Will you take me in? Like, I need to sleep in my you studio." Don't, you have no reason to be kind to me. <laughs> Yop slams the door. <laughs> like that's what should have happened. Yeah, um, and Tim is like, "You're trash, and I hate you." Um, you can stay here one night and she's like thank you and tries to walk through the house to go to her like little garage and he's like go through like go around the house you can't even come inside 
because I just put up swollen members posters. Yeah. I don't want you to see. <laughs> so they're having this conversation and the whole time behind him is this giant. Oh, I concentrated on it too. I was like, what is happening there? Poster that I never noticed before. Apparently he discovered a new side of himself while Jenny was on a road trip. He discovered Canadian hip hop. <laughs> So we all went on a journey of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wait, okay. So in the first episode, mm-hmm. I remember this like when I first watched it, like I remember even at the time of being young, it's like the first episode, like it's a lesbian show and there's like straight sex right off the bat. Right. There's a lot. Yeah. And is it, is it like the, the guy from ugly Betty has sex with uh, Jenny or who is it? Tim? The guy from ugly Betty. Tim. He's from ugly Betty. What? He's in a, do you not watch Ugly Betty? No. No. Oh, he I, was like the main guy in Ugly I Betty. I know him as Tim and also as the evil principal from the OC. See, I know him as Ugly Betty. <laughs> American Ferrera. As Ugly Betty. Yeah. American Ferrera. <laughs> American Ferrari. No, I didn't know that he played Ugly Betty. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's who has sex. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This whole thing sucks because like he starts out as being a f- an okay guy and it just is like really bad circumstances, but like the way that he deals with everything as we'll see in the upcoming episodes is like he he goes full demon and it just like really sucks that they couldn't have just been like Oh, like that's life. Like let's go people our separate are gay. ways. Some people are gay. Some people like swollen members. Let's go our separate ways. Um we haven't talked about the reason why you're here, Kit. I'd love to talk about Pam Grier some more. <laughs> let's do it. So Kit has a um sad episode, which would also be applicable to every episode that Kit gets speaking lines. Yeah. Um so her son, who wrote her that post-it note, <clears throat> calls her up, and he calls her at a moment when she's, like, listening to, she's, like, grooving to R&B and is making herself a drink. And she's wearing, like, a silk blouse or like kimono, a kimono yeah. but it's not a kimono. It's, like, a top of yeah. a blouse, but it's like looks like a loungy kimono yeah it's like roxy andrew's makeup it's dress. like a bronzy yeah. without gold. sounding yeah like without revealing too much about myself it does kind of look like something that the mandarin employees wear nice <laughs> yummy work okay work <laughs> so she's pouring herself a drink and is like dancing and he calls her to be like, I'm going to be in town next weekend if you want to meet up. It's unclear like what his intentions are. We'll never find out because they don't meet up. Because He's quite successful, though. Yeah. He a is- 25-year-old gets put up in a hotel room <laughs> in Los Angeles from yeah. D.C. I Kit should be honored to have someone like so successful at that age. She is, but pre- yet he can't write her a proper yeah. letter and has to leave it on a post-it note. Yeah. So we all have our faults, okay? You know, <laughs> no one's perfect here. So she enlists the help of Bet to go meet him at the hotel bar, and Bet's like, it's like foreshadowing for what's going to happen thirty seconds later because Bet's like, maybe we don't sit at the bar, and Kit's like, it's fine. I haven't had a drink in a while. And I'm going to face away from the door. Like, why is she facing away from the door? I know that, like, obviously plot development has to happen, but, like... 
Yeah, if I was meeting someone, I wouldn't sit at the bar. Like, if I was meeting someone, a group of three, I wouldn't sit at the bar. I would get a table. Yeah. Right? That's just, like, a normal thing to do. But yeah. then the scene wouldn't... There'd then not the, it'd be a completely different scene. <laughs> it's because they go and sit at the bar... And she's like, I'll have a seltzer. And the guy makes like a big display. Like the bartender does this big thing of making it look like it's a martini. Like a mocktail. Yeah. yeah. And like, uh, Bette goes to the bathroom or to like call Tina to scream at her some more. And they, <laughs> and like her son walks in right at the moment when she's like sipping the drink being like, Ooh, I love my seltzer. And he's like, you stupid ass, you're drinking again, and leaves. But doesn't yeah. say that to her. Doesn't say <laughs> So she never even knows that he was yeah. there. And so they get stood up, and they go and ask like the hotel guy, and he's like, yeah, he left work. That was the best scene ever. <laughs> I love that actor so much. He okay. was just like... That seems like something you're not supposed to do as an employee of a hotel. Yes. Be like, yeah, he was about this tall. He looked like this. He got in a cab over there. Yeah, like, gave that his ex- first and last name is this. Here's he his telephone number. Ask. Like, yeah. yeah. He was like, do you want to see the credit card? Because I have it. Yeah. <laughs> Tan suit. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, they didn't even ask. And he was like, let me pull out his social insurance number. Yeah. Yeah. He even got in a cab over there. In fact, I remember that line because it was like, who speaks like that? He even got in a cab, in fact. But they were like, hey, do you know this guy named Michael? And then he was like, I'm going to now say 18 facts about this yeah. person. Like, why? here's my top 10 favorite things about Michael. <laughs> yeah. One of my top 10 favorite things about Michael is not that he's horrible to his mother and he can't even, he can't even like go up and be like, Hey, like you're drinking again. You stupid ass for her to be like, no, it's a mocktail and throw it in his face. Yeah. So he won't even give her that. I kind of thought he had an okay reaction. Like, I don't know. Like when you're really disappointed, you're like, don't drink. And then you're like, there she is drinking. And like, I mean, it looked, if it looks like a drink and acts like a drink, it's a drink, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. If the if Kit was played by anyone n- not Pam Greer, it would be really easy to see it from his side of things. But because Pam Greer is like the most likable, charismatic person on the planet we call Earth, it's hard for me to like feel bad for him. Cause it I just made feel me bad feel sad. Yeah. I think it's the first time I ever felt bad for anyone in the L word. In life. (laughs) Like you feel bad for her or for him? For her. Yeah. Her life sucks. It's like constantly miserable, right? Yes. That's hard. (laughs) Like they give her five lines per episode and it's either her having to help someone else or her getting like shit on. I like would love to be her agent, be like, Pam, we got you this thing, this deal. And she's like, great. Tell me about it. You're playing a major side character on a lesbian show. You're not a lesbian and you suffer from alcoholism and it comes up constantly. And she's like, great. I love this choice. Yeah, it's not great. Um, Dana's life gets better, though, because... The Subaru people are like, we want you to be the lesbian Anna Kornikova. See, our concept is uh, 
We want to position you as gay Anna Kurnikova. What? The gay Anna Kurnikova. This is not something we discussed. I don't, I don't think that... I love it. I love it. I want to be the gay Anna Kurnikova. I do. <laughs> Kevin, I have a question for you. Did you get to see the outline of the mock-up they did? <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. I don't about. know what you're talking about. I saw it. <laughs> I didn't notice it. Okay, I've seen this episode three times for the purpose of this podcast. The first two times, I didn't notice it. The last time when Kevin and I watched it, I noticed that they seemed to have used a f- an old photograph of like Billie Jean King. Yes. <laughs> But with her hair dyed blonde? It was shocking (laughs) and so bizarre. There was not a car to be seen in the mock-ups and just a black and white photo or like it was so bizarre of like like, not her. No, it wasn't her. So like the the mock-up of the ad is like get out and stay out. And it's supposed to be about like a car that you can take uh, off-roading so it's like supposed to be like a car with her on top playing tennis. Cool. There's not a car and it's not her. It's literally yeah. just like they Googled lesbian tennis player. And then like with like a like Times New Roman font that says <laughs> stay out, go out or something like that. Like what? Yeah. And she looks at it and it's like, I love it. It's perfect. For like a split second and they take it away. Like she doesn't even hold it. Like they like, like here it is. You can't see for more than yeah. two seconds. Take it away. And she's like, this is my ad. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> and then she fires Conrad. I think that's his name. Deservedly so. Yeah. And he's like, haha, good one. And she's like, no, I'm serious. Get out. Um, And that's like, that's what sucks is that I'm like, okay, great. Like we're, we're, we're doing it. Something's going to happen. You but can call Lara up. It seemed like that like plot line of like her feeling pressured yeah. to like stay in the closet was going to be like a season long arc. Uh-huh. Instead it like it a, happens so, in a second. It happens in a second. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, you, like bury the, like, I don't know, bury yeah. the lead. I don't know if that is correct, but like, no, that should have been way people longer. Are like, we saw you on plenty of fish. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we know you're a lesbian. <laughs> And we're fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't feel conflicted because, like, does that ever come up later in the season? I think, yeah, like, in the next episode, I think she has to, like, tell her parents about the ad and, like, try to explain it to them and be like, it's because I'm gay. Because they don't know yet. Mm. That's that's the only thing. It's okay to be gay. It is okay. It's okay. <laughs> but then, while they're having this meeting... She sees Lara like walking up the hill behind the tennis field or ten- at, what is it? Tennis, <laughs> tennis field? field. Yeah. Behind the tennis field. <laughs> On the tennis <laughs> pavement. She sees Lara walking up the hill and it's just like, uh, like what could have been? It's like it happened yesterday. Like, but you maybe she thought she was up. a ghost. She was dressed in all <laughs> white. Yeah, like, wouldn't you just call her and be like, hey, this is what happened. This is why I was in that state of mind. Like, I what I did was shitty. Like, you don't have to take me back, but this is what happened. It was literally the date. Like, it hasn't even been 24 hours. I feel like you can... That's, like, within the time frame of, like, takesies, backsies. And also, like, she didn't even, like... She went to that party on the boat. And she didn't, like, finger blast anybody there. Like, she was very, like, I still have a girlfriend. I'm going to just take tequila shots. Yeah. Like... And, like... They even had that conversation when we realized that the boat is moving. 
they're having a conversation um, beyond just like motion sickness where they're like, Bet and Tina, so boring. Like, aren't you happy that we're all single gals, like living life? And Shane's like, no, I think it would be kind of nice to be with someone forever. And Dana's like, uh, uh. it's like, then call Lara. Yeah. It has not been a long time. I feel like the time frame for you to be like, I take it back. I want to be back together is like a month. Well, guys, <laughs> clearly she didn't want to get back together with Lara. She's unbothered. Y'all are the ones that are pressed about it. I am pressed about it. She's like good riddance. <laughs> I'm gay now. I am pressed about it. Yeah, I guess like. She- I'm pressed about it because I know who's coming and you don't yet. And what's coming next is Tanya. Harding? Yeah, whoa, what? Do you know Tanya? Do you remember her? Hi, Tanya. <laughs> I don't know. But wait, maybe she just like didn't want to go to archives anymore. Like she was like, I'm done with that shitty restaurant and like I'm done with my life with Laura. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. What um, else is on the menu? Yeah, so that's that's the gift of the Magi. That's it? <laughs> that's the episode. But I do want to play Take the L. The game where we all list who we think took the biggest loss this episode. Oh my god. <laughs> Kevin? I could say I could say Jenny, but mm-hmm. I think it was Pam because she doesn't even know what happened to her. Yeah. True. I think that um <laughs> the kids that Jenny left behind they <laughs> took a big loss because they missed out on Lots more poetry and entertainment and <laughs> long van rides. Yeah. Dylan, I, who do you think takes the L? You have to say Pam Grier's character, but really, like, I don't know. I feel like Laura takes the L in this episode because she was like, I'm sorry for trying to spice things up at fucking, like... Archive. At Archive. That's, that's the name of the restaurant. I Googled it to find out Archive Vancouver Restaurant. I think it's closed. Oh like, God. it didn't come up. Well, yeah, I'm trying to, like, I'm sorry for trying to spice things up at Archive um, before we go on this, like, boat sex party. So I kind of feel bad for her. And then she, like, it would really suck to have someone break up for you, like, break up with you because, and, like, the reason is I'm not ready to be out. And then one week later, there's, like, a national ad campaign of them being, like, I'm yep, lesbian. I'm gay. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, uh, what? Like, I guess it was me. But, like, I mean, all it takes is her to say, like, Laura, like, hey, like, I know you're under pressure right now. Uh-huh. I think we did it was shitty, but we can still talk about this and find out. Like, a... like for Laura to contact Dana and say that? Yeah, why not? I guess, but Dana's the one who's, like, super famous, and Laura's like, I'm just a cook. Th- that what she is? She's yeah, the... she works at the country club. You're not a chef. You're a cook. <laughs> <laughs> if you know the rest. I'm dumping yeah. you. <laughs> yeah but that's what her thing that's her whole thing i still vote pam greer i'll always vote pam greer <laughs> regardless of what we're voting on good um as a guest in this episode is there anything else you wanted to talk about about the l word about wendy williams <laughs> She's off. I know. <laughs> She's gone. Isn't Jerry O'Connell replacing her? I'm actually excited for it. I can't wait for more Wendy on that. Wait, he 
Jerry O'Connell is so Wendy Williams doing the Wendy Williams show or yes. his own show? No, the Wendy Williams. Wendy show. Williams is taking off until March seventeenth. You always think I. You always like because she's on. You like alco- mansplain to me all the time <laughs> because she's. But Wendy Williams. I'm like I know she's on an alkaline diet and she doesn't get enough. <laughs> That's like, why nutrients. she fainted and she fainted now twice. But what? the second yeah she ended her show and they haven't like she fainted on camera twice. The other one wasn't as like dramatic. Oh, okay. And it was like someone held her up, so it was oh. fine. And now she has a stand whenever she does Ask Wendy. Whoa. Yeah, because her alkaline diet is not healthy. Okay. Um, and so now Jerry O'Connell is replacing her for the next week. Yeah. So that's your mansplation. <sighs> Anyways. Like people I would to people that make more sense to me to be doing the wendy williams show um the entire cast of the l word like literally everyone no jerry o'connell's actually good no i know that he's good i just didn't think i didn't know that they were like friends i only found that out after when i was like what i would say they're you having someone fill in that would never be able to take her place in long term yeah no i'm saying they wouldn't have like nene leaks fill in Because Nini could Could do so well that she could be better than (laughs) Wendy. So they're having like a white straight man do it. Who's fun, but like not going to ever replace it. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca Romaine is going to be on the Wendy Williams set. Like, what the fuck? That's Jerry O'Connell's wife. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my God. Mystique. I have so much to learn about straight people. It's crazy. He's actually a really big house size fan. That's why I know more about him. Whoa. Okay. okay. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> Only four episodes till the season one finale. <laughs> <laughs> okay, work. Thank you for being my guest today. Both of you. Thank you for being my host. Thank you by Dido. <laughs> well, thank you by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Okay, bye.